Well, hello again and welcome in. Wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from, I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which comes from Matthew 4.4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and you know, every now and then, as a Christian, you come across things that just slap you right upside the head. Might be something someone says, and it's just the way they say it. Uh, Might be something that happens to you, and it's just the way it happened. Uh, But usually, for a Christian, it's something we read in Scripture, and It's just, wow, it's just the way we read it and think about it. And we've never seen it before or we've seen it a million times. And now all of a sudden it hits us a different way. Well, this one today, though, is none of those. Really talked that up, didn't I? (laughs) So right now we're in the middle of a prayer class on Wednesdays. And we're going through what we call the the Lord's Prayer uh, the other day in Matthew chapter 6, and and all the good stuff that is in such a short prayer, and mainly we talked about and laid the foundation of studying that in the first place by what Jesus says there uh, first, even before this prayer, he says, pray then in this way, or this is how you ought to pray, like here is a model, here's an example of the way to talk to God. And even prior to this, he gives some don't do's in regards to to prayer. And in prepping to teach this a week or so ago, I was looking at the end of, again, what we call the Lord's Prayer. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And I started thinking, well, wait a minute. Like, yeah, I got that. And I understand the end of this prayer. But but come on, Jesus, don't you know you have to say in Jesus name, amen. Now, I know that that sounds silly right here because, you know, that, that'd just be weird. Jesus praying to himself through his name. And, and remember, he's, he's teaching them how to pray. He's teaching his disciples. He's modeling for them. This is how you ought to pray. But, but this came out and really slapped me upside the head. And, and really, it is this. Like, just how long I've been a Christian, and I've never considered how I end my prayers, how we end our prayers. So I, I posed this question to the class. Why do we end our prayers in Jesus' name? Now, on the surface, you might be thinking, well, duh, Ted, like, come on, that's a, a, a silly question. But, but is it? Like, when is the last time, if ever, you even thought about the why? If it's important enough for Jesus to have have taught how to pray and why to pray, then shouldn't we know the how, and I would say more importantly, the why, to the one thing that we all say as we end our prayer? And I've been around for a little while. I can't even tell you how few times I've heard someone end a prayer with something other than in Jesus' name. So again, why do we say in Jesus' name, before we say amen and close our prayer. Well, I guess I'll start here. You see, I think until I actually put some thought into this, my thinking 
was always that it's a lot like writing a letter. Prayer is. So I pray what I pray and I ask God what I ask to to God. Like that's that's the letter. And then in order to get that where it needs to go, which is to God, that that stamp that I put on the envelope is in Jesus' name. And technically there's some scripture to back that up, right? John 14, 6, after Thomas asks in this long sit down with the disciples before Jesus goes to the cross. Thomas asks where he's going, and Jesus' response, I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And a little later in verse 13, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Now, I think it would be super easy to just, you know, kind of end right here, like there's your answer. But I think that there's so much more meat on this. Like these words that we say at the end of our prayer, huge. And these words were huge to these guys that audibly heard Jesus say this, whatever you ask in my name, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And I say that and try to have you understand just how huge it was for them, because do you remember how confusing this was for them and Jesus' words of going away or I'm going to prepare a place for you, but he says, I'll come again. And this place I go to prepare for you, I'll bring you to it. Oh, and then like on top of that, there's going to be this helper I'm sending, this advocate, the Holy Spirit. And it's going to be to your advantage that I go away and you now have the Holy Spirit. Like for, I mean, for us, we, we kind of get that. But for them, they had to be thinking like, what, what are you even talking about? I mean, I, I don't even have, I put some thought into a decent illustration to try to emotionally attach us to this moment. I can't. I can't come up with one. And so while these guys are all feeling like, okay, so we followed you, um, you know, right behind you for three years or so. We had all this access and, and asked you all these questions. We heard you teach. We heard you preach. We saw you perform miracles. And now just like you're leaving and there's no access, like what do we do if we need you? Well, back to those words he said, which is Jesus saying, listen, guys, you still have access to me. You ask of the Father anything in my name, and I got you. Even though I'm gone, like, you know, you're not going to see me physically walking this earth. I'm still here. And while that answers the question directly, um, I still don't think that's all we need to know about praying in Jesus' name. Because if you're like me, sometimes I just kind of sling it in there at the end. Like, there's no meaning behind it. It's just that stamp on my letter. And in doing some reading and some listening on this, I came across something I've never considered. And I don't think I've ever considered it because it, it isn't this way as much anymore. And here's where I'm going with this. You see, the names in the Bible were super important. We, we talked some about this in, in the episode on old camel knees and, and James a few weeks ago. But there was a lot to a name in the Bible. To use someone's name 
is a big deal. And it always has been. Like you go all the way back to the Ten Commandments. And God says, listen, it's a, it's a pretty big deal to use my name in vain, so don't do that. But just what does that mean exactly? Does that mean like, you know, how we think of it, you know, OMG, like, you know, any other verbal play on his name, like don't use his name in vain, like, uh, you know, in, in the way that we think about it. And I don't, I don't think that's all there is. It, it's so much more than that. What is being said is that, listen, guys, you're, you're carrying my name. You're moving forward in my name. So it's not just what you say, it's what you do. So how does that apply to this? Well, man, to use Jesus' name, especially in prayer, and to pray through Jesus' name is a huge deal, which is the opposite of how I typically approach even saying I'm praying in his name to begin with, let alone using his name while also considering whether or not I'm even representing his name the way I should through not just what I say, but also what I do. And I think the best way to understand this is, you know, you parents that are listening that have kids, you know, like every now and then for me, when Finley and Hadley go to school or or go to a friend's house, I, I give them that reminder like, hey, you know, not that I would disown you or anything, but but remember who you are today. Remember whose name you have. Remember how to carry yourself and what you say and what you do and how those things are a direct reflection of who I am as your dad. And so in much the same way, when I'm using or I'm doing something in Jesus' name, I'm not just praying in Jesus' name as a postage stamp. I'm, I'm saying, Lord, I'm, I'm a representation of you. I'm a representative of you. But you know what the coolest part about all of this is? Is the further we go in the in the in the Bible and the teaching on on the hows and the whys and the when as far as praying, like to use his name to be a representation of him, to get to the Father more times than not, it's in the very situation where I'm a mess. And I haven't been a great representation of him. I, I feel unworthy to even use his name. And yet even then, Jesus says, come on to me and talk to me. And guess what? Even when you can't, even when you don't know what to say or what to pray, not only do I hear you then through the help of the Holy Spirit, but I I want you to ask in my name, Jed, I got you. And so as I close here, you're 44 today. Truly take some time to think for yourself on what it means to pray in Jesus' name. And as you do that, I got a feeling that after you give your own thought to this, that not only is it going to humble you to the point of praying, but you'll never again pray in Jesus' name with the mindset of this just being the right way to end a prayer. Because I think what you will start to realize is that the true meaning of all of this is that we can go to the Father the creator of everything. Like, can you believe that we're even allowed to do that? And we get to do that through the Son. We get to do that through Jesus. So thank you, Lord, that we get to come in in your name, not in mine, 
but in his. Like, it's because of what you did that we have access to the Father. And there you are, ready to listen to it all. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I I thank you guys, as always, for listening today. Um, I want to encourage you to please continue to share and drop a rating on the podcast so it gets in the ears of others. Leave a review if you give it get a minute. Uh, this helps those who know nothing about the 44 potentially come across it if they're looking and seeking and knocking and, and trying to find something. Um, so I'd encourage you to do that. I love you guys. I thank you again so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.